to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Feel the presence of the Lord. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Esther, chapter 1. Esther, chapter 1. Give us some background on this account here. Just before king called the queen to come before his presence and she refused to come before the king the bible says that the king was very wroth with her and in chapter in verse 19 judgment is going to be given out unto the queen for not coming to the uh to in the presence of the king in verse 19 it says if it please the king let there go a royal commandment from him let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes that it be not altered, that Vastai come no more before King Ahasuerus, and let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I like to preach on keeping my royal estate. Keeping my royal estate. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. I had an opportunity this past week to read an article, and it was concerning the big royal wedding that took place not too long ago. A couple of weeks, I think just last week it took place. And I began to read, and I, I was amazed at the things that took place as it talked about the amount of people that showed up. It talked about people that was on the guest list and different things of that nature. It talked about the, the bride and how beautiful her dress was, and they compared it to uh, the, the previous king and queen's wedding. And it also talked about it being nationally televised throughout the Internet and other media and it talked about how that if the people in the U.S. was going to watch, be able to see this, they would have to be up 3 in the morning U.S. time. And it amazed me the amount of people that got up that early just to witness that. I guess it was a big deal to this world. 
And uh, it talked about the royal family and things of that nature. And I began to sit down and I began to think about the church as God impressed upon my heart because in this world, that is it. That is the ultimate, that is the pinnacle of this world. And that is what this world holds up to high standards and high regards. And as the world looks upon those things as something great, they look upon the things that are spiritual as if it is nothing. But tonight, I'm glad to know that what I'm a part of is something that is very important. And I'll tell you that it's a whole lot important than the royal family of this world. Because God has a royal family as well. And in case you don't know it, it's the church. In case you don't know it tonight, you are royalty. You are important. You're not insignificant. Come on, but you mean a lot to God tonight. You can be seated. It amazes me how that this world looks down upon the things of God. And they, they turn their nose up toward, they don't have, want anything to do with it. Uh, they look at the church as if it's weird, as if it's strange. And we need to know tonight that we are very important. We are very important. Uh, don't let the world uh, back you down into a corner and cause you to be quiet, cause you not to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, cause you to just kind of mosey, mosey alone about life. This world, they are very bold in what they do and what they're about. They are very bold. They don't hold back any punches. They put it right there in your face so you can see it, and they're not ashamed of it. And the things that they're doing are dragging them straight to hell. How much more should we be more bold and more more loud about what we have because what we have is something true and it's real and if you hold on to it it's going to lead you to heaven I didn't come to be ashamed about what I'm a part of tonight but I come to hold my head up high and let the world know you're not backing me down into a corner but I know that I am important You can be seated tonight. Truth is, if you've been born of the water and born of the spirit, you know more than this world knows. And we don't say that in a boastful way. We say it in a very humble and meek and lowly uh, way. But don't let the world cause you to think that you don't mean anything. Just because they are living it up, they are attending the things of this world. Don't, let, don't cause that to look at yourself and think that you don't have anything. You're not worth anything. I tell you tonight that you're worth anything. You're worth more than what this world has to offer. You are a child of God. You've been blood bought. You've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. All of your sins have been forgiven. You're on the path that leads to heaven. I say you mean a lot. Tonight, I'll say that there's meaning in the church tonight. You can be seated tonight. We are royal. We, ought to, we need to know that. The Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah, when God began to talk about 
how that he was going to begin to restore things with his people. And the Bible says that we would be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord. Then it goes on to tell us that we would be a, a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. In other words, God's people are royal people. And he said that I will give you a new name. In other words, I'm going to change your nature. I'm going to change what you were before, and I'm going to make you something new. Come on, I'm thankful for the day when God baptized me in Jesus' name. And that old man was buried, and I came rising up in the newness of life, a new creature. Come on, somebody, you are royal tonight. You are a royal priesthood. You are a chosen generation. You are a holy nation, a peculiar people. You have meaning tonight. You can be seated. Now I want to hold on to my place in God. I want to hold on to my place in the church because the truth is, if we begin to start doing things our way, if we begin to start looking at things according to the flesh, then we will lose our place. The Bible tells us that in the beginning, before there was even man, there was God and the angels. And the Bible tells us that Lucifer rose up and he tried to exalt himself above God. And he caused a certain amount of the angels to believe that he was, he was God. And because of that, they was kicked out of heaven. The Bible tells us in the book of Jude, it tells us to remember those angels, how that they lost their first estate. In other words, learn from the angels. Learn from their mistakes and how that they allowed Satan to trick them and to deceive them and cause them to think that what he was offering was a whole lot better. Tonight, I didn't come to let the devil talk me out of the greatest thing that has ever taken place in my life. Young person, don't let the devil talk you out. Don't let the devil cause you to let go of the greatest thing that has taken place in your life. Because it is a lie. You can be seated tonight. It is a lie. I want to keep my royal estate. I want to hold on to it. The king called for the queen, and the queen refused to come to the fact that the king was upset about what took place. And his servant said, okay, if it pleases the king, let her royal estate be given to someone that is better than she. As you read along, read on in, that, in this book, you'll find out that Esther was appointed to be the next queen, and she rose up, and she ended up saving God's people. God began to use her in a mighty way. I'm telling you, I want to tell somebody tonight that if you decide that you're going to stop coming in the presence of the king, don't worry about it because he will, he will raise somebody up that will take your place, that don't have any problem coming into his presence. 
be seated tonight. I don't ever want to get so arrogant to think that I got it all figured out, that my position is locked in. I can come any way that I want to come. I can do whatever I want to do. I can say whatever I want to say. But the truth is, we can't. We got to follow it according to God's word. And I'm going to let you know something. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Snap out of it. Get out of your flesh and understand that it's not how we see it, but it's the way that God sees it. And I got to come according to him, according to his word. You can be seated tonight. We can lose our place. It is obvious if we stop coming into the house of the Lord, if we stop coming into the presence of the Almighty God, we will lose our place. We will lose our position. If we come into the house of the Lord, and uh, I'm glad that we all came tonight, and I know that we've all had a long, tiresome day. I know it's been very hard. I know it's been very draining. But another way that can cause us to lose our place, that if we come into the house of the Lord, and that is just it, we're just here, but we don't do anything. We let our, the, the, the stress of our day cause us to come in here and not worship God. Young people, we come in here and act like we're, that we got some be something better that we can be doing than being in the presence of the Lord. I'll tell you, that will cause you to lose your place with God. Come on, missing out on early morning prayer will cause you to lose your place with God. Not reading his word will cause you to lose your place. Come on, I didn't come to lose my place, but I come to lay hold on it. I come to keep it. I come to hold on to it. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. It's all about how we view it. How do we view coming into the house of the Lord tonight? Tonight, there's no other place that I would rather be than here in God's presence. Lifting up my hands, opening up my mouth, vocalizing my gratitude, my thanks. The truth is, God didn't have to allow us to see another day, but he has. He's allowed us to be here tonight. And I want him to be pleased in what I'm bringing to him tonight. I don't want to make him angry with my nonchalant behavior. I don't want to make him angry with my, my going through the motions. But I want to come in here and I want him to look down upon me and I want him to be pleased in what I am offering up to him. When I open up my mouth and I say, thank you, Jesus, I want him to feel what I'm saying. That I want him to feel that I really thank him. I really love him. I really appreciate what he's done in my life. In Jesus' name. You can be seated tonight. The word of God tells us that God called Saul to be king over Israel. The Bible says that 
when Saul was small in his own eyes, God made him king of Israel. When the time came to crown him as king, they looked around and they couldn't even find him because he had done hid himself within the stuff. That was just how, how little he thought of himself. But as you read, you'll find out that as God began to give him victory and understand that he got the victory only by the Lord, God gave him that victory. And as he began to have victory, he began to get high and puffed up. And he thought that it was all about him. He thought that he knew what was best. God gave him instructions to go and to destroy the Amalekites. And somewhere from him getting the instructions to him following through with it, he forgot everything that was said, and he did what he wanted to do. The Bible says that the prophet came back to him and told him that because of this, because you rejected the word of the Lord, God has rejected you from being king. And he told him that it's better to obey than to sacrifice. Let me tell you, if we get to the point where we think that we know it all and we got it all together and we don't do everything according to the word of the Lord and the way that God says to do it, God will find someone that will do it the way that he says do it. God will find someone that will pray in the morning. God will find someone that will open up this Bible and begin to dig in and learn of him. God will find someone that will crucify their flesh and fast. Come on. God will find someone that will listen to his leadership and submit themselves under a pastor and follow direction. Come on, I don't want him to find someone to retake my spot, but I want to submit myself to his will. I want to get in line with his word. I want to hold on to my place in God. You can be seated tonight. I want to hold on to my place. Because of Saul's disobedience, he lost his place. He lost his royal state, and God rose up somebody. God left him there long enough just to occupy the position, just to be there long enough for David to rise up and ultimately become the next king of Israel. I don't want that to be my, my state. I don't want to become proud. I don't want to become arrogant. I don't want to become disobedient. I don't want uh, to become lukewarm and just go through the motions because all of these things will cause you to lose your place with God. You may think that everything is all right, but while you are rejecting the things of God, God is looking to somebody else to find who are they going to do things the way that I'm going the way that my word says to do it. God could be bringing somebody in just to take your place. I don't want that to happen in my life, but I want to grab hold of this thing. 
Come on, and I'm not just talking about on Sundays. I'm not just talking about on Wednesdays. I'm talking about every day that I rise. I want to grab hold of this thing, and I don't want to let it go. You can be seated tonight. The Lord, he's calling. He is calling because he, he is our king of kings. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And he is calling every one of us. In the mornings, when, you, when that alarm clock goes off and you hit the snooze button and you roll over, the truth is God is calling you. God is calling you to get up find a place to pray, and enter into his presence. The truth is, when you close that Bible and you leave it there with, for days and dust is collecting, God is calling you to open up that Bible and spend some time with him where he can begin to speak to you, where he can begin to impress you, where he can begin to lead and guide you and direct and begin to uh, uh, dis- deposit treasures inside of your life. God is calling you. God is calling us to come into his presence. Tonight, he's called us to come into his presence. But he didn't just call us to just be here. He didn't just call us to look at the clock and see what time it is and wonder how quick we can get out of here. He's called us to come in here and to lift up his name, to magnify him, to worship him, to give him the glory and the honor. Come on, we are in the presence of the Almighty God. I, I want to wrap my mind around that tonight. We are in the presence of the Almighty God. He said, where two or three are gathered, and there am I, and in my name, there am I, in the midst of them. Let me tell you something. He's here in the house of the Lord tonight. He's walking up and down these aisles. He's ready to touch your heart. He's ready to heal you. He's ready to break every chain, every stronghold off of your life here tonight. You can be seated. Judas, he had a place. He had a position. He was a disciple, handpicked of the Lord. Judas allowed the devil to move in his life. He allowed the devil to cause him to sell Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. And here's the thing about it. Once he got it, he realized that it really wasn't nothing. He realized the devil had done deceived him and caused him to believe that that would have been greater than staying by the side of Jesus. And when he got it, he realized that it wasn't nothing. I'm going to tell you, that's how it is in this world. That's how it is with sin. The devil, while you're in the church, The devil will tempt you. He will dangle things in your face and cause you to believe that the grass is greener on the other side. But once you yield to it, you'll find out that it wasn't all you thought it was. You'll find out that it didn't fulfill you the way that you thought it would. And you will go through a, 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 you'll learn very hard lessons and find out that this world 
doesn't care anything about you. It builds you up only to tear you down. But I want to let you know tonight that Jesus is not that way. That when Jesus builds you up, come on, he sustains you. He holds you up. He, there ain't no let down when you receive the Holy Ghost. There is no down moment in the church. But God will sustain you. He will keep you. He will establish you. seated tonight. You'll find out in the book of Acts that Peter reaccounts what took place with Judas. His place, his spot, his position was given to another because he decided that betraying Jesus was a whole lot better. And he found out the, a very hard lesson that it wasn't. It wasn't all that he thought it was cracked up to be. But once he got it, he felt very bad about it. But it was too late for him. Tonight, I pray that we understand what we have here tonight. I pray that we understand that this is just not some fly-by-night thing, but this is eternal life that we're dealing with. This is heaven and hell that we're dealing with tonight. And we are a part of the kingdom of God. We are a part of the body of Christ. And I just want to make it clear that if you haven't received the gift of the Holy Ghost, tonight can be your night. God stands ready to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then you will enter in into that royal family, that true royal family that really matters. The royal family of this world is going to pass. And the truth is, if they're not born of the water and born of the spirit, then I feel sorry for them. But tonight, the royal family that we are a part of will last because we've been born of the water. We've been born of the spirit. We're on our way to heaven. You can be seated tonight. So, the Lord stands ready to welcome you in tonight. I don't want to be, a, be like the queen. And I only imagine, I can, I can imagine what she was thinking. As she must have thought that after going, being in the presence of the king for so, so long, it really wasn't no big deal. You know, she got used to being in the king's presence. So when the king called, she looked at it as it wasn't really a big deal. You can get so used to coming into the presence of the king that it becomes no big deal to you. It becomes the same old, same old. It becomes really, there's an option whether I, can, whether I go into the presence of the Lord or not. It's optionable. I'm telling you it's not optionable. It's not optionable. Because you can get so used to being in God's presence that you forget how good it is. You forget the importance of it. The children of Israel, they got so used to manna falling to the point they got to the point where they said this, this light bread, it loath, we loatheth this light bread as they begin to despise it. They begin to 
forget that, hey, everybody's not getting manna rained down from heaven on them. I think we need to have the understanding that everybody's not experiencing what we're experiencing here tonight. Every place that calls itself a church house is not feeling the presence of God. That's not, they're not feeling the presence of the Holy Ghost. We know this as we witness throughout the community and people never heard about the Holy Ghost. So that lets you know that they're not experiencing what we're experiencing here tonight. Come on, somebody, realize what you got. Realize that you are a privileged people. You're privileged to know that there's only one God, and his name is Jesus. You're privileged to be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance of the ability. That is a privilege. I don't want to take it lightly. I want to cherish it. I want to reverence it. I want to hold on to it. Come on, I don't want to get used to how this thing works. I want it to be like the first time. I want it to be like the first time. I want God to touch me. I want him to consume me. I want him to change my life. You can be seated tonight. I don't want to get used to this. Samson Played around with God. Played around with God, moved the presence of the Lord, and God using him mightily. So he began to he began to get his eyes and look on the world. He began to look at the Philistines. He began to desire a wife, a wife of the Philistines. Young people, I want to tell you tonight, don't allow the devil to cause you to look at this world and think that this world has something more valuable than where you are tonight. For the young person that can't keep their eyes off of the Philistines of this world, I tell you, you need to find a place of repentance you need to let the Holy Ghost fill you once again and let God give you that Holy Ghost perspective once again. Come on, I don't want to put my head and fall asleep in the lap of this world. I don't want the devil to cause me to lose my Holy Ghost outlook on things, my Holy Ghost perspective. I don't want to lose my vision. I want to keep my Holy Ghost vision. I want to keep my eyes on the things of God. I want to keep my mind on the things of God. I want to have my heart fixed on the Lord. Let us remain standing here tonight. The devil, he wants, he wants you to let go. He wants you to turn around and walk away from God. That's what he wants. I mean, he calls the angels. He deceived angels that was in the presence of God. He deceived them. What do you think he can do to us if we're not prayed up? If we're not reading God's word? If we're not, if we don't have an understanding of what we have here tonight? 
Let me tell you, I'm not looking to go anywhere else in this world to try to find uh, some sense of meaning in this life. I know that where I am is the most important thing. I am, I, the Bible talks about being fully persuaded in your own mind. I am fully persuaded that what we have is the truth. This is the way that we should live. Come on, this is the way that we should look. This is the way that we should dress. This is the way that we should think. This is it. Come on, I'm not wavering tonight. I'm rooted and grounded in this thing. I'm settled, unshakable, unmovable. This is it tonight. Let us lift up our hands and begin to call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. You need to let the devil know that you're not losing your royal position. You're not losing your place. Come on, I'm not letting my bad attitude cause me to lose my place. But Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost once again. Deliver me. Set me free. I'm not letting lust cause me to lose my place with God. I'm not allowing jealousy and envy to lose my place with God. But I'm holding on tonight. I'm holding on to every, with everything that I have tonight. In Jesus' name, the king is calling. I'm going into the presence of the Lord. I'm coming in with my hands lifted up. I'm coming in with my mouth open. I'm here. I'm here to worship you. I'm here to magnify you. I'm here to give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, these altars are open tonight. Come on, somebody. Come on down and let's magnify the name of the Lord, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Let's lift up his holy name tonight. Yeah. 